I went over to my friend's house last night who have the kids Gus and Georgia and they're nine and 11 now, like Georgia just turned nine. Um, and Gus is 11. And the last time I saw them, I felt like I was like, Oh, Gus is getting too old. Like he doesn't want to like hang anymore and stuff like that. And he gave me two hugs last night. So I was like, no, he's not too old. That's nice. Kids like you though. I feel like for some reason. I'm the kid whisperer. I don't know why, but (laughs) they do. Apparently Max always asks. It's because I'm so cool. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's definitely it. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'll have a decaf tea, please. Your old buddy Pat. So I was wondering... I, that's something I wanted to call out particularly, but I was wondering if you were going to go for, they call you Big Ben or they call me Big Ben. That's why they call me, but they call you Big Ben. No, they don't. Riley Stavros, Riley Stavros, you're going to love it in an instant. Remember? <laughs> what was that? Da, da, da. What was the, you're going to love it in an instant? Not Pringles. I know that. Oh, no. Once you pop, what, what did you call it? The <laughs> Once fun, you pop the, the fun, fun old stuff. You're going to love it in an instant. Uh, what was the drink? A shake of the bre- in the morning shake. What was that called? Slim fast? Slim fast. Oh, slim fast. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. I know what it was. Carnation instant breakfast. Oh. You're going to love it in an instant. So rich and creamy. Bum, bum. There you go. Mm. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Not enough jingles these days, I gotta say. You never watch commercials. That's why you don't know. They're probably oh, true. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, oh, 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 Ozempic. Oh, 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 Ozempic. Yep, that too. <laughs> I, I like that I'm only I went... here for the drug commercials. That's all I get on Hulu these days is drugs that I don't need to take. I like that I went, oh, 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 and you <laughs> thought I was doing a different one, but they're this, but it's true they are the same. I was yeah. doing O'Reilly Auto Parts. I was watching, I've, I've started, uh, watching what we do in the shadows and the new, um, only murders in the building. And I keep getting commercials for a drug for ulcerative colitis. Yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> and they show this guy's face up very close to start. Moderate to, you're talking about moderate to severe ulcerative yeah, colitis. Yeah, <laughs> not mild, <laughs> moderate to severe. There's oh. so many side effects that you must have moderate to severe in order to take it. So was there another murder in the building? Yeah. Oh. In the last episode of the first season, there was oh, another murder in the building. Please. So that's how they strung us along. Uh, please tell your story walking, Steve Martin. Go play a banjo and shut up. No, I love Steve Martin. I love Steve Martin. <laughs> I think Steve Martin is a fucking It's Martin icon. Short you don't like? I love Martin Short too. It's and I Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez? <laughs> I just I just came to try I was eating some potato chips. I don't know. She just what is the thing she does with her what is she doing? Her whole oh, thing. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think that Steve- Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> That's what it sounds like through the headphones. I can't do it. <laughs> I've exhausted Jimmy put it, Stewart. Put it to rest. <laughs> um, she's like, Steve. I can't imagine like what she talks to Steve Martin and Martin Short about, though. Not to be <laughs> little her. I mean, almost like them. Because she's probably like hip and knows a lot of like cool stuff. And they're like, oh, and he's playing a fucking banjo, you know? Just playing that fucking banjo. <laughs> How you doing there, old Ragey pal? 
I'm good. Um, oh, oh. I'm oh, you know why I'm good? Why? I mean, I don't know. This oh, might be mixed. can I guess why you're good? Yeah. Because you heard like I did today that come October, the old Chili Peps are putting out their second album of 2022. <laughs> that, wait, the, wait. You they heard? put out two this year? You heard the big Chili Peps news. That's why you're so happy. Number <laughs> two, we're not just getting one Chili Peps in, in, in the O2. We're getting a deuce. Give me more chili peps, chili chili peps, peps. I think it's called twenty two, not O two. What did I say? O two. <laughs> yeah, you would think. But it you is. know, we might. I know you would with the amount of chili wow, peps that are coming wow, out. Wow, wow, wow! Steak knife. Do you know that? So today, I was in the car and that song came on, and I and I face forwarded. I started recording myself because I was doing steak knife, and I was going to send it to you. And then B, my daughter. I was in the the. I was in the uh, car with my mm-hmm. children and B's car seat. Like I was doing a turn, not like a mm-hmm. full turn, but like a, like a curve. And mm-hmm. it kind of like came out of position and Max started yelling at me. I have it on video. I'll play uh-huh. it for you right now for the broomheads. Mm-hmm. If they want to hear it, this is all because I was trying to do steak knife, car, car parts, who scow. All right, here, ready? Hold on. Hold on, hold on. I prefer if it's still car park, even though you're going to hear me do it, and then you're going to hear Max be like, "Dad, Dad." (laughs) (laughs) Watch, watch the video. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy, Daddy, I'm like, what? I'm trying to do a fucking thing while I'm driving my two children (laughs) off of the highway. Oh my god, I love it. I love Steak it. Knife. <laughs> Car park. Anyway, the Chili Peps second album of the year. You got to get it. Not you don't have to get it because it stinks. But what what made, what what are you so happy about? Well, actually, I have mixed feelings about it. <sighs> you told me you just told me you were so happy about it. I know. Well, maybe that was like a, a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a concert on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw Third Eye Blind and Taking Back Sunday. I know. I know this. And it didn't live up to my expectations. You thought they were going to be great? What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> what were you, like, that I could like transport myself back like 20 and 25 years ago, respectively, and really enjoy that concert. And it's just, it just doesn't work that way. Not for everything. Paul McCartney was surprisingly great, but I also didn't see him with the Beatles. But you don't even fuck with Third Eye Blind past the first album. So like, yeah, what did I you don't. think you were going to get? I mean, they played they played seven out of 14 songs on that first album, though, to be fair. And when I say they, I mean two of the original members because Stephen Jenkins has kicked out everyone else because oh, he's I an thought, asshole. I thought you were going to say <laughs> Stephen Jenkins got kicked out. I was like, you went to see oh, Third no, Eye no. Blind he's, without... He is the asshole. Like, <laughs> um, so... so but was it good? Like, did you have any fun? Did you? No. Yeah, it was. I mean, there was some fun to it, but it was so just. Fun now. It made me a little sad. I was like, oh, this isn't what I was hoping it would be. It's not like I can go back to 1998 and see Third Eye Blind at that same concert venue, which is now further away than that was to my birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, and Taking Back Sunday really don't hold the magic anymore. They don't look like they did when they were on Degrassi. Adam Lazara looks like he could have been in an 80s hair band. Like he's got some wild hair going on and he's got this weird screamy talk way of talking now because I think he's like totally lost his voice. So he doesn't sound good is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't sound that great to begin with, but now he really doesn't sound great. Did they play Semi-Charmed Life? (laughs) 
They did. And that wasn't even the last song. That was the second to last song. What was the last song? Yes. Can I graduate? No, that was in the middle of the set. Um, the, the last song. How's it gonna be? Yep. Yeah. That that I album like has like five or six singles on it. It was a great album. There's great listen, good singles, no question about it. But I like that Stephen Jenkins has convinced himself that How's It Gonna Be was a bigger song than Semi Charm Life. <laughs> <clears throat> also I feel like I feel like Stephen Jenkins resents that he has to play Semi Charm Life. Probably. My mom only learned that that song was about meth on Saturday. And I was like, Really? You let me listen to it all those years and you didn't know it was about meth. <laughs> <laughs> Back when meth was cool in the 90s. Oh, my God. (laughs) Also, Stephen Jenkins was wearing this, like, really baggy white suit. And a friend of mine had met him a few years ago and talked about, like, how absurdly skinny his legs were. Like, he was wearing shorts in this photo that she's in. And it does look like he has, like, stick legs. And so I was wondering if he was, like, overcompensating by wearing, like, a really baggy suit. He was also someone I had a huge crush on when I was 13. And now as an adult, I realize he's a real asshole. (laughs) Of course. That makes all the, that's like 80% of why you listened to third. Eye. let's be honest. I'm sure there's good songs on that. album. That album is great. Start to finish. Even the deep cuts. Oh, I love the deep cuts to this day. It's one of my top 10 albums songs. Oh, to this day. Mm Mm-hmm. It's called To This Day, that album? No, it's self-titled. Oh, you said To This Day. Oh, to This to, Day, it's still my, one of my favorite albums, start to finish. That's how I feel about um, Stadium Arcadium by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I like how you keep trying to make Red Hot Chili Peppers the thing. The Chili Peps. This is a Chili Peps podcast, just like Degrassi on the side. Mm-mm. They call it Degrassi on the side because we're talking about the Chili Peps. Mm-hmm. You like how I call them the Chili Peps now? No, I don't. Do you want to know how many what Chili Peps songs I heard on in the car today on Lithium? How many did you hear? I heard three. Oh my god, they play them back to back. No, nope. Just it, different that's just car how, rides. They just yeah. I mean, they every eighth song is a Chili Peppers song. Do you want to? Do you Do you want to guess nope. what they were? Well, one of them, you know, I just played you a part mm-hmm. that car was park. from today. By the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they just played that one the, a second time, also, I believe. No, they. I only heard that once. Mm-hmm. Under the bridge. Yeah. And um, blood sugar sex magic, the title cut. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, I heard way up on the mountain when she dies. All I ever wanted was your. Li-. They don't even. They're not even <laughs> dealing in singles on. Like, Lithium is like deep cuts. It's all the deep I cuts. I mean, I'm telling you, those Third Eye Blind deep cuts. I love that first Taking Back Sunday album too, but it and it was great. It, they played they, they played cuts? really well. It's just Adam can't sing very well at all anymore. And it just made I don't know, it made me sad. I was like, Stephen Jenkins is an asshole. A lot of those Third Eye Blind songs are like not great. And I feel sad that I had such a crush on it when I was 13. And then like Taking Back Sunday are in the heart of the emo stuff. And all those guys were also kind of assholes and very misogynistic. And those lyrics that, that I love, I'm like, oh, God, they're so horrible. Why did I like this stuff? I don't think you should feel bad about having a crush on Stephen Jenkins when you were 13 years old. Yeah, but now as an adult, I can see... Right, but, you're not, but you weren't an yeah. adult. You were a child. That's true. 
You're supposed to have crushes. Well, I don't know if you're supposed to, but you're going to have crushes <laughs> on people who turn out to be smugs. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, we're not here to talk about Stephen Jenkins, Mm-mm. mercifully. We're not here to talk about... <laughs> yeah, that's done with the Stephen Jenkins show. on the mountain when she died. All I ever wanted was your life. I'm not here to talk about that. The Chili Peps' new album. We're not here to talk about... I guess that's it. We really talk about too much. Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, just some car parks, some bands. What we are here to talk about is Degrassi: The Next Generation, I guess. Uh, more specifically, Degrassi: The Next Generation episode nine eighteen, the eighteenth episode of the ninth season of Degrassi: The Next Generation. It's the hundred and eighty first episode, but because of all the two parters, it's the hundred and forty sixth. It's called "In Your Eyes," "On Your Eyes," which is a Peter Gabriel song, a classic song. Rachel probably hates it, but it's a classic. I love it. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> in your eyes, we've probably done Peter Gabriel, but fuck it, I don't remember. So, Rachel, I probably said Sledgehammer. Song? Steam! It's not steam. I recently was at an event where everyone was told to like pick a song for something. And I was like, what would be a song like for a dance party? It was like, what would be a song that would get people moving regardless of who they are and what music they listen to? And I was like, who doesn't fucking love Sledgehammer? Sledgehammer. Everyone should know it. And then I felt like the person who was uh, organizing it almost made fun of me for picking Sledgehammer. And then some, everyone else was like, no, that song is so fucking cool. And I was like, who hates Sledgehammer? It's a fucking great song. Not I heard me. it on the radio recently and I started dancing around the bathroom when it came on. I don't know. I, I, I think it's a great song. Sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. Great music video, too. Classic. I like In Your Eyes a lot. I don't know a lot of the deep cuts of Peter Gabriel, though. What about Shock the Monkey? I like that no, one. No, I could, I could take or leave that in Salisbury Hill. I could take Oh, I like too. Salisbury Hill. Mm-hmm. My favorite one is Games Without Frontiers, Wars oh, yeah. Without Fears. That song is very intense. If looks could kill, they probably would. Yum, dum, dum, dum. I like it. Lottie plays with Myron. I don't know if those are the What's names. What's the name of that song? Games Without Frontiers, I believe. Okay. Walls Without Fears. <laughs> it's just one of those songs that I heard all the time as a kid. Lottie plays with Byron. I don't know what the names are. Yeah, that's all you know, the lyrics, Joe. <laughs> I love that song. No, I know it. And I know. If looks could kill, they probably will. Peter Gabriel's the shit. He's so fucked. We've talked about him before because we've talked about how weird he is. I think we talked about Genesis. Oh, maybe. That's quite possible. Yeah. And we didn't do Peter Gabriel solo. Oh, then great. Mm-hmm. I don't Maybe remember. I don't know. I can't remember. And I thought about looking it up earlier, and then I was like, "No, don't ruin the magic. Let's talk about Peter Gabriel again." <laughs> you love him. He's British, so you love him automatically. Yeah, 100%. he seems curmudgeonly. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that about him. He didn't. Yeah. He's not an anti-vaxer, right? No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. I don't think so. No, just Eric Clapton and uh... Eric Clapton's a fucking piss up a flagpole. You know what I'm saying? I hate that guy. Yeah, Van Morrison. That's the other one. Van Morrison as an artist, I like a lot more than Eric Clapton, but still, fuck him. He's an asshole. But who cares what you think? Mm-hmm. But he's pretty great. His music is at least pretty great from my from my, from where I sit. But Peter Gabriel's the real deal. Genesis doing it up, mm-hmm. living it up. He was mm-hmm. the sledgehammer, the number one video on those countdowns when they used to do those countdowns every oh, year. 
I mean, that's definitely one of the better ones. I mean, the dancing chickens get me every time. This will be my testimony. Can't be also big time. Mo, mo, mo. That album. So you want to talk about top to bottom albums. That like one you were doing with uh, Third Eye Blind there. Three EB mm-hmm. self-titled. What mm-hmm. is a Third Eye Blind song not from that album? That was a hit. Never let me go. Never let you go. I don't know it. Do I know it? Oh, yeah. You've definitely heard let it. Let me hear That's it. the only one that I know, though. Sing it. No. Come I on. Know, I don't know the words. Come on. You're no. a great I singer. Don't, I'm not in the mood to sing today. Oh, baloney. You just don't want to sing it. You don't want to give me the satisfaction. I hate this song. I hate yeah. this song. That's a that's a garbage. I didn't yeah, even know that. That's what I'm was telling you. Album. Their first album, fucking fantastic. And that's why in their hour and a half set list, they still played seven of those songs. And you know what? Two of those guys who used to be in that band co-wrote those songs with Stephen Jenkins and he kicked them out at different points. And that's why they suck so much. Also, I didn't I was like, oh, there's a lot of terrible people here at the show. <laughs> I forgot that like the crowd that likes third eye blind is not the crowd that I was remembering. It might be right. 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 How's the chorus of that song go? Yeah. I hate that song. It's just like, Oh, that's the one that at the end he's like, I remember the stupid things, the mood rings. Ugh, I don't even know. The I, bracelets I, and the beads. Nickels and dimes. He says nickels. Nickelunies. Nickelunies. I um, don't know about that. That song is a is. Uh, it I, sucks. I don't like it. It sucks. It doesn't. It doesn't hit my ears like like a Lakini's juice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Whenever I hear Lakini's juice on the radio, uh, which is not great, often, I, if I hear songs. if I hear live on the radio, it's not normally Lakini's juice. Let me ride. I know how that song goes. It goes like this: Lakini's juice. My mom was waxing poetic about how the 90s had such great music like really? the 60s did the other day. Juicy juice. And all of it was so inappropriate for a 13-year-old to listen to. <laughs> when Lakini's juice hit, they had a they had a they did a, a cross promotion with Juicy Juice. <laughs> and that's how they got the kids in. They wrote Juicy this kids in. Juice. Is Juicy Grape Juice still around? Juicy juice, which is like not 100% juice. <laughs> juicy juice. That's what the juicy is, not real juice. It's a kind of juice. That's what they say. Yeah. It's, a, it's a partially juice. Is it still around, juicy juice? I don't know. What do your kids drink? They don't drink juicy juice? They don't drink juice, my kids. We're fucking assholes. We're like water. We're the waterheads. Oh, I you don't w- let them have juice? No, I mean, he can have it if it's like at a party or something, but we don't buy it. Oh, you only have juice at parties. You're restricting his juice access. Well, He might turn into, um, what's his name, Buster Bluth. <laughs> what happened to Buster Bluth? I don't remember He was that. always asking for juice boxes. <laughs> yeah. uh, he has it at, like, my mom will have it, but we just, mm-hmm. don't, we just don't have it in the house. I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you, he doesn't, like, really like it because we never had it. Oh. So, like, he'll drink it and be like, although the other day he did have, like, four boxes of juice, I think, at Myra's, which is fine. I don't care. I'm not saying, mm-hmm. I, I really don't care. But he was into it at the barbecue, I think. He did have a bunch of yeah. cups of it. 
which is we fine. used to get juicy juice in those big cans and then you'd have to use the can opener to make the two triangle holes in it and you just like keep that in your fridge for a few days like open <laughs> the way people that like me raise our kids now is stupid because like now it, it, we're like afraid to let them do anything we don't mm-hmm. they're not ever allowed to watch to only watch an hour and a half of tv they can't have mm-hmm. juice kids never had a sip of soda Oh, yeah, I definitely had soda at that age. I'll tell you what. I don't think I drank water until I was 30. I didn't drink water as a kid at all. I hated Never. it. Never. I eventually drank it as maybe like a teenager, but even that was pushing it. I had a beer at the beach, and I put my finger. I had it in a cup, you know, mm-hmm. and I was holding B, and I put my finger in it, and I mm-hmm. put it in her mouth, and I let her have a drip of it, and I think mm-hmm. she was drunk. <laughs> I'm not I even kidding. Would, she was like fucking stumbling, that. bumbling around after it. Oh my God. That might've just been heat stroke. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she was like, it was so funny. I gave her like two little jabs. And then all of a sudden she was like, let me ride. I was like, how do you know the Keeney's juice? At least you gave her some like probably halfway decent beer. Whereas I had like wine coolers as a kid. She's 13 months old, 14 months old. <laughs> she shouldn't have had anything. But I was feeling saucy. Mm-hmm. It was. It was a 21st Amendment IPA. Mm. So she got fucked up. <laughs> she, she maybe had like a tiny lick of it off of your finger. Like not even a milliliter. <laughs> I don't know. She was pretty wasted, I thought. She's a run around singing Lakini's juice, for God's sakes. <laughs> I tell you, I really regret, regret How that. How she knows all the words to Lakini's juice is beyond me. Juicy juice! Is that something that you can inherit, like, genetically? <laughs> Just know all the lyrics to Lakini's juice? Well, the only, I'll down. be honest with you, the only lyrics to Lakini's juice I know is Let Me, which I think is Ride. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know. Right? Could be. I don't think they say. I think if I heard it, I would go, oh, yeah, this is what it is. That doesn't ring a bell when I sing that to you at all. Let me ride. Let me ride. Then you don't know that song. I know. I know that song, but I need to hear the whole version, not just your singing it. I sound so I'm such a great mimic. As you said earlier, you admitted to it. That mm-hmm. I just embody the voice of the singer. Kowalczyk. I'm going to be honest with you. I that literally those are the only words of the song. He doesn't say Lakini's juice. I don't think in the no, song. No, no, and he definitely doesn't say juicy juice. Well, that I don't know. <laughs> I'm not willing to bet on maybe, that maybe mm-hmm. we'll see. I li- I regret every day, every day of my life. I regret us not going to Jones Beach to see live. I know. Bush. I can't believe that we talked about them all summer and then we didn't go see them. Don't do you think that you would have had a similar experience though as to the one you had with Third Eye Blind? Yeah, those are the 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 lyrics for the the chorus. Let Lakini. me ride. Let me ride. Burn my eyes. Let me ride. Burn my eyes. Lakini's inside. Who's Lakini? <laughs> some kind of like fucking goddess or something from like some weird shit. No mention of Lakini or Juice in this song. Get the fuck out of it. Then what the f- what's what's happening here? <laughs> what are we even doing, Ed? It's metaphorical. Do you think you would have had a similar experience though had we gone to see Live in Bush as you did at the Third Eye Blind show? Oh, good question. Because I've gone and seen some people that you know I hadn't seen in a long time, and they're fucking fantastic. Like 
And then other times I've gone and seen them and I'm like, oh, it's disappointing. I think you probably would have had not a, the same reaction for two reasons. One, mm -hmm. Gavin Rossdale, objectively still hot and also oh, yeah. seemed like a fine person. Yeah. I seems don't know. like almost I mean, kind of fun. It's one of those things that like as a 13 year old, Okay, like Stephen Jenkins kept talking about how rough the last couple years were. And he's like, isn't it great that we're all here together? Because unity is the point, man. Yeah, and I was like, Christ. this guy is dumb. Like, <laughs> Sorry to anyone out there who loves him still. But like as an adult, I'm like, this guy's kind of dumb. And it's yeah. like, you know, a little embarrassing when you're like, oh, my God, my 13-year-old crush. And then I also had a crush on Gavin Rossdale at the same age. But and he's still very attractive, yeah. whereas Stephen Jenkins, not so much. Like... And then the other thing I would say is I think you wouldn't have had such a bummer of a time because maybe you're not as attached to those bands. Maybe mm, you were Bush. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe Bush you were very attached to. But I feel like you, ha you were really attached to Third Eye Blind as, as a youngin. I have a very fond memory. I went to their 1998 tour where who else opened for them but Eve Six and Our Lady Peace. Our Lady of Peace, of course. Yeah. One of my favorites. And it was, a, and I, it was at that exact venue, too. I used to work at that venue as well. Uh, here we go. I know. Everybody yeah, get so your drinks ready. Get your drinks ready. Get ready to put those drinks back. I think we're going to hear a certain mm -hmm. time said on the show. <laughs> a certain oh, no, it wasn't half that venue. past it was nine. A one. It was a different one. It's only 920 in the, at the time we're recording right now. I'm going to see Franz Ferdinand in two weeks. So we'll see how that goes. Ding, 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 I love Franz Ferdinand. Mm -hmm. um, I had one more thing. I also to... stopped listening to them at some point, so I don't know if they're more recent things they've put out. I saw, I, you know how earlier I said, I bet you Stephen Jenkins re, um, resents having to play Semi-Charmed Life. Mm -hmm. I say that w educatedly because mm -hmm. I once saw them. How, how old is that album? 25, 25 years. years. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'm saying, I'm thinking it was probably the 20th anniversary. Mm -hmm. They were on the Today Show, which I don't mm -hmm. even really watch the Today Show. And not only they got, they were fucking relegated to like Saturday today. It wasn't even like the good oh. today. And they had to play that song. And then after it was over, like the, he, she interviewed him. I don't remember mm -hmm. who it was. Hodakot B, maybe. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. And he was like, a, you know, we also have a lot of other songs. Like he mm -hmm. said that. And I was like, mm -hmm. Man, get the fuck out of here. It's, I think that Stephen Jenkins, compared to a lot of those people of that era, has such a big ego. And so I think that destroys him a little bit every day. Whereas, like, some of those other guys, like, you know, we listen to, uh, Krista makes a podcast or we did briefly for a time. Some of those guys who like aren't really around doing music anymore are like, that was cool for a time, but now they also have like real jobs now and yeah, they do other things yes. and, or they're just still playing the same shit for the same people. Yeah. Like that was what I thought was a little bit sad about third eye blind where I'm like, Oh, like that first album was so good. They held so much promise and then it's nothing was as good ever again. And so that's why like a third of their set was just songs from that first album. How many albums they got after that? A whole bunch. I think they've done like eight or something like that. Jesus. I like yeah, Chris who makes lot. a podcast, but there's only so many times it could be like, Hey everybody, check it out. We're going to talk to well, the guy from the mad caddies. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, okay, so most of those guys, if they aren't still in the same band that they were in or in a new band, they either write songs for other people or they went into a completely different career. Yeah. Like, Rain from Our Lady Peace started working in tech. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that was the most recent one I listened to, and I was just but like, I, oh, like, he he was just like, this isn't for me anymore. That's funny, because <laughs> I would imagine they could easily sell out theaters, like, do a theater right. tour. I'm not even kidding. Like, no, no, don't yeah. you think that they could, like, tour and play, like, The Beacon? I think so. They were a big Definitely. band. Definitely. I don't know any of their songs, as we've, mm-hmm. as we've uh, figured out on the podcast, but. Yeah. Anyway, and I think there's some people who can transcend their early stuff, and then there's some people that they peak, and then they don't know where to go with it, and it's sad. Yeah, but everybody tours now. Now, yeah, it's and they tour on old stuff, like yeah, and they just totally. play the album start to finish, and yep. we all love it. And call it Christmas, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, alive. Well, that's good. So Peter Gabriel. <laughs> that's what Peter we're Gabriel. About. We were talking about Peter Gabriel. Fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> You know what, though? And I'm not even doing this as a bit. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm, I've, I'm over it as a bit now. But mm-hmm. I, you got to give it up to the Chili Peps. Because I'm not even kidding. I don't like this band. We know this. It's, it's now become mm-hmm. a gag. But mm-hmm. we're talking about this, like, resting on your laurels, playing the fucking mm-hmm. album front to back. They are go- I mean, and look, these albums are not going to be good. But yeah. God fucking bless them. They're putting mm-hmm. out two records in this year. Well, I mean, you know, like one of my favorite bands is Blur and like not Blur per se, but Damon Albarn is just like going and doing different shit every totally. year. But like he's I'm a, going to yeah. he's different because he's mm-hmm. like an artist. You know, he yeah. is like he kind of trans. He does like so many different cool. He's in different genres. He's all over. But he's like a and I'm not as big a fan of that of Blur as you. But like he is like an iconoclast. He's. Mm-hmm. he's his own musical very talented musician. i mean i don't want to say genius because it's like almost diminished it's not that's not mm-hmm. what he is he's he's no more he than- works hard like it's not like he he's just like doesn't rest and he keeps doing different things and he's interested in different things instead of playing the same shit they call it like you could call it like a career artist or something just mm-hmm. like someone who's always around constantly pushing the envelope it's also like radiohead like those guys are still mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Now they have smiled. They're doing another yeah. whole thing, like or, Wilco or like the, they yeah. Have, and they all they do side projects, movie soundtracks, like all different kinds of things. And I think it's so neat when people are trying out different things and changing with the eras. I mean, it would like blur that. This is the here's another like huge difference. Mm-hmm. Third Eye Blind has to play Super Charmed Life. They have to play it, mm-hmm. and that's fucking great. There's nothing wrong with that. But mm-hmm. like, if you went to see Blur tomorrow, mm-hmm. and a majority of the fans of Blur went to see Blur, and mm-hmm. they played song two, you'd go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. don't have to well, play. That. I was thinking about the fact that like Clint Eats Clint Eastwood is a twenty year old song, like twenty one year old song, and oh, I would never if I heard that today, it's like it would still like. I feel like it stands up better than some other things. Do, uh, you'd you know? never go to the bathroom during Clint Eastwood. That's a no, barn exactly. burner. I mean, so yeah. is song. So is song two. But like, if you went to see Blur and they didn't play song two, you wouldn't like. I wouldn't be, be upset mad. about it. It's like no. you, when Tom Petty, like Tom Petty, doesn't have to play American Girl. I mean, he's dead. He doesn't mm-hmm. play anything. But like, they're so <laughs> they've trans so transcended. They have so it's like much. how Paul McCartney didn't have to play 1985, and he did. 
Oh, God, yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Paul McCartney playing 1980. I am I going to what... see Gorillas in October also because I saw their touring and I was like, well, Damon, we'll see you there. Yeah, but that's like, he's a, he's another level. Besides, oh, yeah. you got that box set. I don't know if you remember that blur yeah, box yeah. set. Yeah, yeah. I sure. had a crush on him when I was older, so I feel like that was more, that stayed. I'm trying to think of who I had a crush on in 1993. That's when I was 13. 1993 mm-hmm. and 19, the end of 1993 and most of 1994. Probably mm-hmm. fucking Courtney Love. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> or like PJ Harvey or something. Yeah, maybe you weren't as horny as me where I was just like every guy in a rock band, except for Ed Kowalczyk <laughs> and Anthony Kiedis. Not interested. Who would I got check out to give us a doctor? You just said, you're a fucking asshole. You just don't like bald people. That's why. <laughs> That's why you don't like Ed Kowalczyk. I mean, Anthony Kiedis had a lot of hair. No, I'm talking about, I'm, I was just talking about Ed Kowalczyk. <laughs> you're, just, you're just really thinking about Ed Kowalczyk now. <clears throat> he looked too old for a 13-year-old girl. Maybe that was it. Yes, that's true. Yeah, he did not have boyish good looks. <laughs> he did not look, look like a boy. He was not an imp. Mm-mm. Is that an okay thing to say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like impish? I think you can impish? say that. I think it's okay. I don't know. We'll I'm gonna find look out. It up. I'm about to find out. We're gonna look it up right now. Small <laughs> mischievous devil or sprite? Yes, you can say mm-hmm. that. I yeah. feel like um, that's that's like Harry Styles is an impish. Yeah, where Harry Styles will look like a boy for his whole life. Mm-hmm. A little bit like Martin Short. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like we've now talked for. Two hours and have not even about everything said but this episode, uh, which is a we, good thing because we can pad this episode then with all the rest of our content. We haven't so much as said the words Riley Stavros. Oh, Riley Stavros. Um, Riley Degrassi. Let's talk about Degrassi. We're coming in. We're, we're we are on a mm-hmm. freight train to the New York movie. Yeah, I, one more um, stop. I did not write a blurb for this episode as I have been doing the last couple because Marissa. I already got out of my whack. Got out of my whack? You got out of your whack? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Once you pop, the I fun never stops. I got out of whack. <laughs> the fun don't stop. Um, <laughs> but this is really, uh, did Riley actually come out episode? Or no, not really. <laughs> Supposedly he did, but is I'm like, did Is this your he? blurb? This is my blurb. Did also, Riley really come out? I just want to say, Marissa, there's a blurb written on every episode in the <laughs> Apple Podcasts thing. There is a blurb. You can read it. <coughs> Marissa's going to get to listening to these and she's going to be like, wait, I didn't request that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a Zoom tomorrow. I'm going to tell Marissa I called her out a bunch of times. Um, so do a blurb. Come on. Off okay, the dome. Okay. Tie <clears throat> domey. Okay. Will he or won't he? Mm-hmm. Is Riley gay or not? Well, no, we we'll know he's gay. We'll only find out no, 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 no. with... That's a terrible blur, because we know he's gay. It's will he or won't I mean, he yes, come yes. out of the closet? Will he or won't he come out of the closet? This is Sorry, this is what notes. happens when I don't have things written right, down. I'm not me, very good off the cuff. This is us working. We're like, we're like trying to break the Riffing? story in the room. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So no, 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 no. Go back to one, because he mm-hmm. had... Yeah. Okay. Will he or won't he? Will Riley Stavros come out of the closet? There you go. Only time can tell. Yep. And also Zane. Yep. Perfect. I love that. That's great. Meanwhile. And then, meanwhile. Meanwhile. Ooh. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, Claire Bear. God, fucking Jenna. <laughs> meanwhile, Jenna is still a terrible influence on Casey. Fuck that. I'm with Claire on this. <laughs> I am so with Claire on I this. Know. Casey can go <laughs> shove it. 
Although, mean, meanwhile, yeah. Casey doesn't remember how to do math. <laughs> because the teacher wanted to watch porn with him. Yeah. I, mean, I, meanwhile, Claire only orders decaf tea. Claire was like, because we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it when we do the B story. But meanwhile, I think meanwhile, Casey's forgotten how to do math. It's pretty good. Yeah. There you go, Marissa. There you go. <laughs> do you, is it just me or does Zane look like he's either, um, he looks like he's fake British to me and that either he's in a 2000s band that wore straight leg jeans or he's a British radio DJ. Well, I don't know about, I can't speak to, to either of those things. I think that mm-hmm. he looks 30 and that I'm pretty sure his hair grew five inches every time he was on in the okay. episode. I, I felt think, like the, the hairstyle really gave off this like 2000s British vibe to me. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't really know what 2000s in British was like in British. Mm-hmm. You know how it is in British. I don't know about. I know that. you I know. were there. You lived it. So I. I was your, in the British. Yeah. yeah, I'll take your word for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He, uh, Do you uh, think that he can just like mat that hair down and then make it stick up taller? How does he get it to stay during yoga? Doesn't it get sweaty? I don't know. That really was a look though that this guy had. Zane. Mm-hmm. He's a yeah. handsome guy though. I will say. Yeah. Handsome guy. So basically, Riley, that's like the whole A story. Riley is struggling with coming out. He has Mm -hmm. a crush on this guy named Zane. I like how they really tried to make Riley happen during the season and maybe the last one. And we're just very disinterested in it. And I don't know if it's because he's not a good actor or if it's because his story is just not told well. Well, I mean, his story. Yeah, I mean, it's hard I don't know. I don't know because it's a story that we've already seen Mm -hmm. with a character we liked a lot more who I think gave a lot, had a lot more like personality. Mm -hmm. See the thing that separates the Riley character from Mm -hmm. Marco and not to compare, I mean, it probably shouldn't just compare, but that's Mm -hmm. the obvious comparison. I think what they were trying to do with the Riley character was lean in to like, he's a jock. So like, he's got this whole other set of, um, people who will, you know, feel however they'll feel about him. And Mm -hmm. it's, I guess in some ways, like that adds a little bit of pressure. I feel like it makes him less empathetic somehow though. Like I just don't care as much like, and it's not that I don't feel for the situation that he's in, but there's just something about him where I'm like, I don't care if anything good or bad happens to you. I just don't care about you at all. I sort of like, he grew on me a little bit the last time we saw him and I was like sort of on board this episode, but like, Then the thing where he was like, he brought Zane to the um, construction site. And he was like, mm-hmm. sometimes I come here, which like, wh- what? Yeah, that, why? When? Since when? Why? Why don't we know about this? Sometimes I come to this construction site when the construction workers are all gone and I just sit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his struggle well, they never. The part of the problem is that they never developed him as a character at all, outside of like he's a football player That's and it. he is gay, and it's like there's we have no depth to this character whatsoever. Like he has no real backstory. We don't know about his family. We don't know about his drive or what he's interested in. It's just like 
they just threw us right into like here's this guy who's gay and he doesn't want to admit it like and so like marco we knew so much more about i think there's potentially a very interesting story to tell though in the Mm -hmm. in the fabric of a a a jock character who Mm -hmm. has to come to terms with this in a very like quote unquote like macho atmosphere Mm -hmm. where people are very quick to toss slurs around in locker rooms and make but they don't really delve into that at all like you just sort of know it and then like even in this episode it's like he shows up for his date at the dot and there were people there but i guess they were football players right maybe I I, mean, I don't even know. Well, that's why he was with the coffee sucks here. And I was like, you son of a gun. You don't get to talk about the dot Marie Jones like this. You have not <laughs> been here long enough to besmirch the good name of Spinner Mason in my house. I don't know. I like the relationship he has with Peter. Peter mm-hmm. is like, so my, one of my favorite parts in the episode comes very early on. You know where mm-hmm. I'm going with this. Maybe it's not when he says there's a lot of heteros up there. I loved that too. That was very <laughs> funny. You could pretend you're one of us. There's a lot of heteros. No. So Peter and Riley are talking. It's uh-huh. after they do the fake anger management fight, mm-hmm. which was so obviously not real. Yeah. Um, and Anya approaches them and Anya's like, Hey, I want to get an interview with Degrassi's most eligible bachelor. And Peter dead serious is like oh well actually i have like something to do right now and she's like uh not you not you peter oh my god and i peter, loved that so much peter's like um excuse me they call me hot peter yeah <laughs> not for any other reason except for that i'm hot so riley is talking about how he may never come out mm-hmm. and i guess it's because of the football connotation Again, like you said, we don't really know about his family. I mean, I assume that's a struggle for mm-hmm. any uh, anybody. Uh, but he's like adamantly not coming out, even though he has a crush on this guy, Zane, who likes him and is cute. And they do yoga together. And then he goes to like an LGBT mixer that Peter's throwing it above the mm-hmm. dot. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Above the dot? Yeah, above the dot. And they have a great time and they dance together. Mm-hmm. There was the a, dancing was terrible. Oh my god, the dancing in this, the dancing on this show, all all Stop the time. Stop making people dance. The extras dancing in the background at this LGBTQ mixer were, it was hilarious. It was some of my favorite stuff in the episode, but it was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Basically, when he's like, tells Zane, oh, so he takes him to this construction site, which <laughs> sometimes also I, great. Sometimes yeah, I come that's to this like, construction. let's just why? Why have coffee at the dot when we can go to this abandoned construction site after hours? Only it wasn't abandoned. There was a rent a cop there and no. Riley Stavros almost had to fight with him. Um, but Zane forgave him and then they go to the mixer and then they kiss. Mm hmm. It was also Zane said to Riley before the mixer, because he said he wasn't going to go to the mixer. And he was like, you're going to be really lonely. I hope your privacy is worth it. And I was like, good way to put it. Mm-hmm. It is. He's like, this is new to me, Zane. And Zane's like, me too. Do you think I came out in preschool? I was like, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, 
we don't have enough of Riley's backstory to really like feel for him a whole lot. Like I, I'm just assuming like, oh, this must be hard for him. And it can be, but I feel like I don't have any feelings for this character because I really don't know anything about him except for like, will he ever come out? The other coming out stories. And he has anger issues. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. The other coming out stories we've had have been Marco and like Alex, but did Alex mm-hmm. ever, I mean, Alex, and I guess Paige to an extent, but those mm-hmm. weren't treated with the same heft. Mm-hmm. Not Marco's was, but Paige's wasn't. Mm-mm. I don't know that Alex's was, I can't really remember. Alex just sort no. of was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I it's just the least compelling. But again, like there might be somebody who it spoke to, you know, and then that's what it's there for. Mm-hmm. I just would like to hear more about the culture of who he's dealing with, meaning the team, mm-hmm. and that that seems to be the thing that's like. I want to know what happened to Zane with that Renacop. Yeah, I guess he let him go. What was he going to do? I know. He held him back, though. Sandy made me what didn't make me. She suggested that uh, I watch a show on Netflix called Heartstopper, which I did mm-hmm. watch. And mm-hmm. that was about one of the characters was like a jock kid who was like coming to and it And it was so good. And they like really n- nuance with nuance told the mm-hmm. story of like why he was struggling with it and like how he was figuring it out. And you really got a sense of how the team was like keeping him from doing it without even on purpose, you know, just Mm -hmm. the culture poisoned it. Mm -hmm. And like, this doesn't do that at all. This is just literally like they rely on him to be like, I don't know. I'm not going to do it. I don't know. God bless. Yeah. I don't know. Riley Stavros, Degrassi's most eligible bachelor. I did really like Anya as his wig man, though. He told Anya. He came out to Anya. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Anya's going to, like, slip and tell. uh, Yeah, I was so worried that she was going to tell someone accidentally. But that's not what the story was. No, and I was relieved of that. Mm -hmm. Me too. But he's uh he's out and about. I mean, he went to the thing. He kissed the guy on the street. Let's go. Bob's your uncle. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. See where this takes us. I'm interested. Uh, a little bit. What are you looking at? I'm looking at Claire cheat with Casey on the TV. So you're looking at something related to the B story. Before we get into that too much, though. Sorry. I know. You're just very excited to talk about it. Um, B story is a little more fun, I think, in this one than the A story. But the yeah, A story. Do you have anything else to say about Zane? Or, I mean, I feel like the Riley story has been like dragged out over many episodes. I have nothing else to say about Zane. Okay. Yeah. His hair does keep getting taller, though. Is it like it magically is growing well, as this episode's passing in front of me? But now, after you said that, the first time we meet him is at yoga. Yeah, so maybe, so maybe he sweat a little bit, so it's like gotten a little limp. That would actually be good continuity. Yeah, that's not a hairstyle I see anymore these days. No, no, no. It was a big one in those days, though. The, yeah. Whenever this was. Yeah, it must have been a lot of hairspray. Yeah, I would assume so. I don't really yeah. have anything to say about Zane. He's a blank nothingness to me. He's just a mm-hmm. guy. Like, he's cute. He's just a guy standing in front of another guy. Telling him he's lonely. 
telling him he stuck him with the rent a cop. Lonely is lonely. I, I do love the LGBT mixer that happens. I thought it was at school because it said something on the sign at school. It said, see you at the LGBT mixer outside of the school. But it was at Above the Dot, Dude, which above is the, still happening. Above the Dot is getting, is getting the Degrassi outside sign. Jeez. Yeah. Nice work, Hot Peter. I guess when your mom's I mean, his mom's not principal um, anymore. Yes, but... she is. Yes, she is. She's back in as principal. She is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. How did I forget that she moved back from Regina? Yeah, she came back from Regina when he got hooked on meth. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And then he, he, she said, fuck her mom. I'm coming back to Hot Pete. Even Coach Anderson Armstrong said today, you, you will have a yeah, chat hot, about You got to go to Principal Hot Sulacus. Principal Hot Sulacus. Mm-hmm. He and then he made sure to say, not of course, plain Sulacus. It's hot no, 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 hot Sue, hot Sue. All of the old jokes have gone gone away because we've lost all the characters. It's fun to do them again. Yeah, I know. I'm sad that plain Sue doesn't appear regularly <laughs> anymore. We don't even see hot Sue. She doesn't even make twenty bucks. We just hear about her. She gets a buck if they mention the character, though. All loony, a single loony. Mm-hmm. Daphne Hatsu Lacus. So what do you want to talk about Zane? What do you want to say about him? I don't know. I was just wondering if there was anything more to say to, about him. Do you but... think he reminded you of a radio DJ because you're thinking of Zane Lowe, a British radio DJ? Maybe. Did he have hair like that? I don't know, but his name is Zane. Yeah, maybe. Sammy Zane. Do you know who Sammy Zane is? I'll give you a million dollars. No, I don't. I'll give you a million dollars if just guess. You might get it right. Who, who, who do you think Sammy Zane is? What? Another radio DJ? Oh, God. No. <laughs> a baseball player? That's a great, that's such a better guess. Yeah. See, because you thought about <laughs> it. The first time you were just fucking around, you were like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and no, you I just didn't. said whatever. But I was like, also, he could also and be another radio the DJ. And the second guess is Sammy also. Sammy Zane sounds like a radio DJ name. It obviously wasn't going to be that, though, because you were just talking about it. But the mm. second guess was you, you actually put thought into it. And it's a great guess. It's not right, but it's a very good guess. Hockey player? Nope. Cricket player. Rachel, you got to think of me. What? It's someone that <laughs> Basketball. No. Nope. Football? Oh my god, he's not an actual <laughs> sportsman. <laughs> Musician? Uh, no. Horror movie director? What is something that I like? <laughs> Horror movies. Yes, but that's not it either. Juicy juice. I love how now you want to get this. You were so mad. I love juicy juice. You wanted nothing to do with this at the beginning, and now you're like, I'm going to fucking say Hot Peter lookalike. No, he is a... Guess. Lifeguard. I hate you. you. I'm not telling you. You have to look it up. Sammy Zane. Oh, wrestler. Did you look it up? No, I just oh. guessed. There you go. He's a wrestler. <laughs> it took me a while to remember what you liked. <laughs> I went through sports and then music and then... Cricket player? Do you think I know a single <laughs> cricket player? Horror movies? Horror movie was a good guess. Oh, before we get into the B story, the big question that I have was, what were all those light things that everyone was holding at the LGBT mixer? They were dancing and holding those things that you get at, like, the fireworks every year that light up and spin around. Or if you go to Disney World, you get them. It was like a rave. I don't know if, like, Hot Pete was handing them out. 
He knows what's up above the dot, baby. Show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come hang out with us in the heteros upstairs. There's a bunch of heteros here. Why are oh my you clinging God. to this A story so hard? It's we're done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I was just, you know, reminiscing. Oh, cricket player. <laughs> you had good, but they you were your line of thought was good mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. you hit cricket player, and then I was like, come on, yeah. Rich, now you're just. Uh, Casey got a 48% on his math exam. Well, it was like a test before the exam. Yeah. Coach Anderson Armstrong will not stand for that with the gifted and talented math students. I can't believe Coach Anderson Armstrong teaches the gifted and talented math students. I wouldn't have thought that. That's my own prejudice, though, because he's like a uh, football coach, I would have thought. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't teach smart math. But that's, Mm -hmm. see, you never judge a book by its cover. No, I mean, Sammy Zane might be teaching math somewhere. You don't know. Maybe. 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 Coach uh, Anderson Armstrong still sucks, though, so I hate him. You, you still hate him so much. I hate his guts. So, Casey's But I mean, not wouldn't been... you be, if you at your school, the football coach, did the football coach teach math? No. And no, I went to an all-girls school. We didn't have football. Oh, right. <laughs> um, the gym teacher, one of the gym teachers taught health class. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. That I would assume to be Yeah, nothing like but uh, again, making kids play volleyball and then also telling them how babies are made. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Why? What's wrong with volleyball? I don't know. I like volleyball, actually. It was just like the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Well, she uses the volleyballs later on to pretend it's a pregnant stomach. Oh, yeah. It's That's real, what she true. does. Puts it in there. She's like, look at me. Well, yeah. again, I guess they, uh, football coaches teach math. This is Degrassi. Anything can mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Well, Casey gets a 48%. Yeah, he's not very good at math anymore ever since his basketball mm-hmm. coach, who does not teach math. No. Tried to get him to watch porn. And he just can't focus anymore and can't study and nothing seems to make any sense to him. When the stuff happened with the basketball coach. Coach Carson, daily. (laughs) Right. He was with Claire, right? They had just broken up. And he got together with Jenna. Right when everything went sour with Coach Carson. Right, because he had Jenna go up. He was making out with Jenna in the hotel Mm -hmm. room right Mm -hmm. because jenna jenna uh, so i think that coach carson went so far as to call claire like a drag or something mm -hmm. that was like a little bit more hip at the time but yeah he got her to break him to break up with claire Mm -hmm. but the thing that i was so so they drag this guy out of the basketball game and take him away from the school and Mm -hmm. claire was like i didn't know what happened i just saw him get to nobody talked about if this happened at like my school Mm -mm. everyone would be talking about what happened claire Mm -hmm. didn't even know Mm -mm. so he's having a hard she heard the rumors the rumors in the innuendo Mm -hmm. so he um he got a really bad grade on the practice test Mm-hmm. And Claire was like, I'll help you study. And he's like, that won't be weird. The whole deal. And like, I think that Claire was kind of like, you know, maybe we can have something again, not just friends, but I hard thought, to say. well, I had to, th- at first I was like, oh, this is so mature of Claire. She's like, 
Oh. Yeah. Like helping this guy out. He is her friend. She still they cares gave, about him. They gave a weird classmate's arm punch but to each other. Do you remember at the end of Madame Degrassi? Mm-hmm. She was like to Allie, I'm going to get KC back. That's right. Which I forgot. But, I did too. But this didn't seem to be leaning in that direction. This seemed to be much more innocent. From No, Claire's I thought that she was trying to get him back, but it was just that it was really subtle. Really? Yeah. No, because as soon as, like, there was a look in her eyes. I recognized that oh, look. stop it. It's, stop it. Like recognizes, like. No, I, that's, I did think that, but I forgot that she said that at the end of the last episode. And I was like, oh, that makes more sense now. I love Claire. I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. No, she's very subtly trying to get him back, like because she's like, okay, like maybe if we study some, then we can do this. And then uh, she suggests they go to the dot and the dot Marie oh, Jones, you know, yeah. the dot Marie Jones, and um, they start to have like a meaningful conversation. And then she's, you know, talking to him about what happened with Coach Carson and all that stuff, and just yeah. Being a good friend, but a good friend that could turn back into a girlfriend. Mm, yeah. So he is, he's he's like getting better at math, but he still doesn't think he's good enough to pass the test. Mm-hmm. So Jenna comes and she's like, hey, I, I just finished my exam. Hopefully you're like done studying or whatever. And mm-hmm. Claire's like, I'm going to get out of here because you guys yeah. suck. And then. Jenna suggests to Kate because Casey's like, I'm going to fail this test. I don't know the Mm -hmm. math. And Jenna says, you should ask Claire to cheat off of her in the, in the, during the test. Mm -hmm. He's like, St. Claire. Mm -hmm. She's like, but she's your friend. She'll do it for you. Fuck Jenna. Fuck Jenna. But fuck Casey too. Both of them. I mean, Casey doesn't have anyone but himself to blame, but also like Jenna sucks for even suggesting it. Yeah. Claire bear. So Casey asks Claire to, to cheat. And then she, she says no, but then she does it. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that the math uh, exam had multiple choice. Yeah, me too. But I guess if you think for of the SAT. Gifted and talented. So she cheats, she cheats. And then, Case, then she leaves the class. She sees Casey and Jenna, and Casey's like, Hey, Claire, I was just telling Jenna how much you saved my butt in the test. And, and then she's so mad because he's telling Jenna about what happened. And then Jenna's like, I told him you, would, you wouldn't let him fail. And she's mm-hmm. like, So wait a minute, what? You've been doing mm-hmm. this together? She's like, So you and your pretty little girlfriend could slack off and make oot? Perky little girlfriend, she says. Perky. She's like, yeah, what? which does not sound like something a ninth grader would say. Oh, it sounds like something Claire would say. Are you kidding yeah, yeah. me? Claire Bear. So you and your perky little girlfriend can slack off and make She's oop. got all that writing vocabulary. So, yeah, Madame right, DeGrasse. Exactly. See, that makes sense. So then fucking Casey is a martyr and he tells Coach Anderson Armstrong that he te- cheated on the test, mm-hmm. but he stole the answers from Claire. She didn't know he did it. The whole deal. So then mm-hmm. he goes back to Claire and is like, I'm so glad I uh, got sorry, that. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. He tells her when she's at the dot ordering a giant decaf tea, yeah, all right. of this stuff. You have to put that in there and keep going. 
And then he's like, oh, I'm so proud of myself for like admitting what I, he doesn't say that exactly, but that's, mm -hmm. th that's the vibe. Like, mm -hmm. oh, isn't it so great that I actually like came clean? And she's like, go fucking cry, cry me a river. Basically. She's like, you fucked mm -hmm. up, man. Mm -hmm. And then she does say to him, like, I don't even care what happened with the coach car. Oh, cause then KC is like, all of my problems started after we broke up and my problem is Jenna. And Claire was like, dog, fuck off. <laughs> She's like, mm -hmm. your problem is you. You don't want to admit yeah. that like anything is your own fault. But she does yeah. say, like, I don't even care what happened with Coach Carson, which I do think was a little bit like harsh, because that could have been Yeah. That could yeah. have been traumatizing. You know, you don't It could have, yeah. And that's not fair to him either. But also he was just kind of a dick. So Yeah, Claire I was so happy that Claire was like, you know what, dude? Great. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, let me let me put a crown on your head, King. <laughs> but also, she's kind of getting what she wants, but now maybe she doesn't want it. Mm, true. So, yeah, this is the classic case of like the guy blaming all the women around him for like his failures and shittiness. Yeah, this guy, what's his name? Casey, he's sort of mm -hmm. like I liked him a lot for a while and now I'm sort of falling. He's fallen on my on my down my list. Yeah, I at least have a little bit more empathy for him because I know more of his backstory than I do Riley's. I that's a great, excellent point. Mm -hmm. That's a great point, because, yes, Riley is it. like just like a flat wall to me. No depth to him. I think I do have to say that I think a part of it. And I'm sure he's a lovely person, but is the lack of charisma Acting? of the actor. Yeah. He's not exactly like, I'm not like. Well, he could have ended up like blue and had no storylines. When they were like, he's Degrassi's most eligible bachelor. I'm like, Riley? Really? Riley That's Stavros? why Hot Pete thought it was him. Yeah, I would have thought it was Hot Peter over Riley Stavros. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or Declan. Yeah, Declan, yeah. But he's not a bachelor. No. He's dating Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair. Mm-hmm. Who's one of like, you know, the top top couples. Top couples. As you know, Danny know is all too familiar with how um how much he's like the, one of the top couples. Mm -hmm. Danny Van Zandt. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's pretty much it, really, right? Rachel. Yes. Patrick. You know, there's a level of how things go are appreciated from a scale mm -hmm. of like one to ten. You know, like when you think about like the Red Hot Chili Peppers and their <laughs> catalog of music, you'd say like Under the Bridge is a ten and like Hey Yo is a one, you know, like that, that kind of a term. But mm -hmm. we use it in a very different way. We use it to decide how much we think each episode goes there with mm -hmm. one with we should change this to the red hot chili pepper scale. So like one being the hayo <laughs> and ten. ten, of course, being under the bridge, breaking the girl, by the way, suck my kiss, all the classics, the, ten, uh -huh. the tens. So <laughs> based on that, <laughs> how much? Do you think episode 918 in your metaphors eyes all over the place? <laughs> light the heat. Your eyes. I am complete. Your eyes. I see the doorway of a thousand churches. Mm -hmm. That's a lot there. of churches. Yeah, it is. How much do you think this episode goes there? Does it go there? Steak knife, carb shark. 
car park. <laughs> Hooskow. Bowl that strike. It goes strike. there. One Hooskow. I haven't had a strike, but now I'm going to bowl one. <laughs> um, it doesn't go there that much. There's some talk of anger management. There's talk of coming out. Mm-hmm. There's some cheating. Mm-hmm. Like test cheating, though, not cheating. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a two. You know what we did forget when... Claire said, first you cheated on me with her, and now you cheated on me because of her. Oh, wait. Cheated on me with her, and now you cheated off of me because of her or something. Mm-hmm. Great stuff, Claire Bear. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you said it too. I mean, that wasn't as great as Riley talking about that abandoned work site That's as the, the guy's part. only club, which was like some really great writing skills right there. No girls allowed. Also, oh when God. Anya was like, Riley, in her interview, she was like, Riley, what does a girl have to do to get you to notice them? And I was like, be a dude. <laughs> <laughs> I dude. liked I liked when she was like, blondes or brunettes. And he's like, either. <laughs> she was like so excited to find out he was gay. She was like, oh, my God, this is so I great. know. She was thrilled. She was like, oh, it's not me. <laughs> Anya Bananya. <laughs> So you but said, I love when she's like pushing him to ask Zane out. I really liked that stuff. I said it too. A two. So this for you is a steering wheel episode. You loved it a 10. No, I did not. It's no. A two. It's a two from the Yeah. Numbers. What are you giving it? A seven, I think, because of the, the all, going there ness. All of the hot Peter stuff, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Um, I would a lot say, of heteros up there. I would say this is the bare minimum. It doesn't really go there at all. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like, I don't know. One. You don't think coming out is a big deal? Of course I think it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You don't think cheating on a test is a big deal? No. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that. Who fucking cares? Coming out is a big deal. You're right. It is a big deal. But he's also, I guess he is slowly coming out. But so I have to give it a five every time he comes out to every single person he comes out to. Oh, true, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, he's already done that. I don't know. He got angry at that Renacop for a hot second. Does that count All for All right, anything? fine. I'll give it a three. <laughs> wow, that's high. Hop that strike, but I'm about to bolt one. So, Patrick. Yeah, Rage. If you had to talk decide, to me, talk to me in Red Hot Chili Peppers language, please. No, 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 I'm not doing that today. I love that. Um, I've, I've just fucking I uh, people think I'm the biggest Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. If you were the collective student body at Degrassi and you had to choose who was either the most eligible bachelor or bachelorette of this episode, who would you choose? Um, let me think. Uh, I guess Claire Bear. There's not really anyone great in this episode. No, I, mean, I mean, Zane, I guess, but his hair just keeps growing. Zane is like a breaks even. Claire, to me, is like the only one who like does anything and I, I also, like. And I also a little bit hate that Claire is doing this to get KC back and that she lets him cheat. But I question, I mean, I know you don't. We disagree on this a little bit. Mm-hmm. I question how much this has to do with her trying to get him back. I think, I think this, it has everything to do with it. But by the end, by the by, by the end, it doesn't at all. Because then she's like, by the I, way, I don't want Cusco. I don't want him back at this point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think she lets him cheat because she wants him back. I think that that perhaps the studying and all of that 
mm-hmm. could be like I think she lets him cheat because she feels bad for him and is like a nice person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You said she must be the best actor in the world if you saw this glint in her eye. Because mm-hmm. I didn't notice it. But I, I like I'm going to say Claire. Yeah, I'm going to go with Claire, too, because I don't know who else to go with. At the end, I liked when she says your perky little girlfriend could slack off and make out. I liked that. And then I liked when she was like, Casey, get the, get a fucking life, dude. It's everybody's mm-hmm. fault, but your own. Ooh, boy. Claire, Ooh. you know what Claire does? She tells it like it is. She does. She does. I, so, I think Claire's best new character so far, in my opinion. Well, it's not Riley and it's not blue. Could be Allie Bandor. You could make a case for Allie Bandor. Oh, I love Allie. She's okay. always cleaning sil- silver. So much. She loves, she, they really do make her clean a lot of silver. Mm-hmm. But I think those are really the only two. Like, Declan is in it a lot, but I don't care about Declan. Fiona hasn't been in a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember when Fiona was Declan's beard? Yeah. Not Declan. Sorry. Riley. Who's Declan? Oh, right. Declan's her brother. Mm-hmm. Twins us coming up. And then Riley was like, Oh no, Fiona was like, dude, I, why did Fiona want him to? Oh, because he didn't, she didn't want boys to hit on her. Mm-hmm. Fuck off, Fiona. You ain't that hot. <laughs> what do you think? You're like St. Vincent or something over here? She's did not that Annie Clark. So witnessing. Pills to eat, pills to eat, pills, pills, pills every day of the week. So that's our episode, I guess. It was a good one. No, our episode was a good one. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, this one, not so much. It's really just we're holding out two more episodes. One is probably the play, I hope. I hope so. We're and holding. the other is the movie. Oh, also, this is also why Claire gets it. Because Cla- he was, see, he basically said to her, all of my problems are Jenna. So if she really want, if her end game, was to mm-hmm. get him to leave Jenna for her. That would have been enough. Well, I think that she, yeah. And I think that that was her realizing, like trying yeah. to get him back was not worth yeah. it. But then she's like, you know what, Casey? See you in September. <gasps> mm-hmm. Burn. Clarin Paul. For I'm so saddened that all the exams are before the play. I would have thought the play would have been before the exams. Jenna is apparently in the play, too. She's like the lead. No, Shantae's the lead. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. Who's the male lead? Peter. Peter. Right. You're right. Shantae and Hot Peter. Jenna's in it. Yeah, because she sings Christian songs, except they're not Christian Mm -hmm. songs. Christian sound alike songs. Follow us on... uh, Oh, rate, review, and subscribe. We never, we always forget to say that, Rachel. Mm-hmm. That's we a do. big. We do. That helps us a lot. It helps us. I don't know how, but they say it helps us. So, if you haven't written a five star review, get in there and write a five star review. If you're new to the podcast, I know some people are coming in. They they they're listening to it in fast heaps. Go get in there and write us a, a five star review. Tell us all the things you love about the show. It makes us feel good too, more than anything else. And mm-hmm. then you can follow us at SparkleSpaz28 on Instagram. You can go to the Broomheads and Dope Monkeys uh, Facebook page, which is a lot of fun. 
And more importantly, the best thing of all, the best way to support the show, if you can, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash deep with the three E's. Maybe that's what that's what's deep. happening is everyone's only putting the two E's in now. I can't find, oh, can't find the yeah, damn you gotta thing. You got to do the third E. So get in there. There's a lot of things we do. Well, you know, we do some extra audio. We do some Zoom hangouts. It's the, you know, we're not, man, we're not, you know, killing it. But, you know, we're trying. We're doing our best. We got a, we got a lot of stuff going on. But... We 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 have fun over there. We like we do. We see y'all. We hang out, but also just listen to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Write a review if you can. That would be great. I don't know what else, Rach. I think that's that's that means it's time for good night. Yeah. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go and grilled cheese definitely. Grilled cheese definitely. Grilled cheese. Definitely. There you go. That's the mm-hmm. ticket. I wasn't sure if you were pointing at me or if you were telling me to wait a minute. Definitely. Definitely. See you guys. Bye.